The Agriculture Producers Association of Saskatchewan is launching a survey looking to judge the reaction of producers to recent grain contracts. Vice President Bill Probilski says there's been a problem with grain companies having unfair penalties for not being able to provide grain. We decided to do a survey to find out just how widespread the problem actually is within the province, what some of the contracts are looking like, some of the terms that producers are facing, and just the differences between between the different grain companies. Probilski says APAS wants to see a standardized contract used for grain companies. For a few years now, many Canadians suspected that Stats Canada has either underestimated the food inflation rate or that there has been some sort of lag between what's going on at the grocery store versus what is reported. Dr. Sylvia Charbois is a food professor at Dalhousie University. A lot of collective agreements, a lot of uh, salaries are, are often negotiated based on, on the CPI. If you go to a grocery store, it's costing you way more than what uh, the CPI is suggesting. That's, that's certainly a real problem for a lot of families. Canada's canola industry has a goal to see 4R nutrient management practices used on 9% of canola acres in 2025. Here's agronomy specialist Warren Ward. One of the steps that's going to help us get there is just to increase our soil testing, which is going to help us uh, make sure we're hitting the right rate. You know, without soil testing, we're not, um, you know, we're just guessing with how much is in the soil, how much we need to add to hit that yield target that we have. It really is an important step of achieving those 90% of, of uh, acres having 4R practices on them. The fall rains have slightly improved levels of the Red River, and some forecasts predict the waterway could maintain 500 CFS throughout the winter. Greg Archibald says Pembina Valley Water Co-op officials are waiting for more details to come out mid-October, but admit they are thinking that the river can continue to supply the water treatment plants through the winter. The other issue that we have that we still need to pay attention to is uh, how low does it go and what happens with the ice formation around our intakes. Now, we just completed the second temporary intake at the Morris Water Treatment Plant. So we have temporary intakes and pipelines at lower level designed to try to operate through the winter. And so that's positive. So we're getting ourselves in a good place there. Archibald notes that they will continue to carefully monitor the Red River as winter approaches. Manitoba Crop Alliance conducted on-farm research trials this past growing season. Research trial specialist Daryl Rex talked about the canola and sunflower trials. Basically there we were looking at different plant populations, targeting the ideal what the producer would be planting plus going lower and higher. We're still waiting for the trials coming off the field on those. So. Research trials were also conducted on wheat and barley. And finally, the Manitoba government is investing approximately $1.9 million to support skills training at approximately 250 new and existing employees at Maple Leaf Foods. The money is coming from the industry expansion program. Manitoba is implementing a two-year agreement with Maple Leaf for the creation of approximately 250 new positions. Manufacturing of pre-cooked bacon is growing in North America, and Maple Leaf has a significant existing portfolio in the industry. Currently, the company resources raw material from Brandon and processes it through co-manufacturers in the United States. As part of the expansion program, this operation would move to Maple Leaf's facility in Winnipeg to reduce freight and product costs. In addition, the company will be investing an additional $182 million in the Winnipeg facility to increase production. Raw material will be continued to be sourced from Brandon, and the Winnipeg facility will be the secondary processor.
Manitoba's contribution to the program will cover costs associated with the training and development of new employees. For Golden West Radio, I'm Sean Slatt.